you know what they're trying to do is um the more people that get vaccinated and shit like that, mm-hmm. the, the faster they're gonna open that up. Um, and then also they're doing like dope shit, like I was saying, uh, the Krispy Kreme, they're offering people every day till the end of the year a free donut, free glazed donut if you got vaccinated. Oh shit, yeah. I'ma just have to pay for my donuts. Y'all ain't, <laughs> shooting, y'all ain't shooting that shit in me. Nah, man, I feel it. My, my grandma was also like, no, she was, this is, this is funny, man, I'm going to realize what it was. She wasn't, you know, and then, you know, just pay for shit. That, like a month ago, she started asking, did you get vaccinated? Did you get vaccinated? I was like, nah, grandma, I haven't got vaccinated yet. Cause like, you know, I don't know enough about it. And like, you know, I've seen a lot of people get vaccinated and I haven't really gotten reports back from them on how it feels and shit like that. Yeah, so exactly. Like, you know, I'm waiting on that. And then like two weeks ago, she told me, she was like, I'm waiting on you to get vaccinated so I can hug you. I was like, damn, bro, I'm Let me go ahead and do that, yeah. I was like, bro, I'm paying I mean, rent you know. at my house and I ain't hugged her in like damn near six months, bro. I was Man. like, bro, let me, let, me, let me go ahead and just get my first little shot on. I will say, you know, for people, and like, I don't knock people that got vaccinated. I'm like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like, if that's what you do, that's what you right. do, that's fine. I was like, but you know, if you're in a situation where you're around people who are high risk, mm-hmm. then yeah, I get it, you right. know what I'm saying? If for their safety, if nothing else, you know, even whether right. it's a placebo or the shit really works, Better mm-hmm. safe than sorry. You know right. what I'm saying? I get it. You know, you know what I'm saying? So I ain't tripping over that. But um, you know that's. I was it's all a personal bro. choice. I was on the same shit, bro. I was like, bro, I don't trust none of these niggas. Nah, I, I still do. Even when I was getting the shot, bro, I didn't trust it. I just knew that I was, you know, I was doing this so I could be safer around my grandma. And then also because they're about to start, uh, they're start about to start talking about uh, giving priority privilege to the niggas who uh, who got vaccinated and whatnot. Oh like yeah, going out and shit like that. Like they're saying, like shows are gonna be open for them niggas earlier. And I was like, shit, as an artist, I mean, I might as well just get vaccinated for the fuck of it and be like, I can perform anywhere. And most of these niggas who ain't vaccinated, I could probably get shows before they will. Exactly. Like, so I'm trying to like, I'm. I, well, we'll talk about that off mic, but uh, <laughs> yeah, after yeah, yeah, I definitely want to get. I'm I'm so ready to get back on this. I actually just did a um. Well, shit, let me do the intro first, then we'll get to that. What's happening? This is Panther Politics. Y'all already know what time it is. Your boy Seven the Panther, man. And I got a very special guest in the building. Very, very special guest in the building. Uh, my man, Debrea Caviani, a.k.a. The Don. You know what I'm talking about? Um, there's many talk, a whole lot of stuff. I mean, I mean, auction. I mean, we got to talk about first. We go about before. anything else is everything you. Yes, sir. Man. Yes, sir. <laughs> New album coming out on the 31st, man. I'm really proud of it. Um... There's not too much that I really say that I haven't said by people to me or other people who are going to say. If you're busy, my if you don't get rid of them, you don't get that thing, you're going to my work happen. What the fuck happened is actually the project that introduced me to Fatal. I, I had heard him on Same Problems. Right. And I heard domestic violence because I, I wasn't even living here at the time. Right. But um, I was, you know, I, I was already friends with Raz on mm-hmm. Facebook and was following his wave. So, you know, by default, Everybody else from Black Umbrella started falling on the radar. So right. I was like, well, damn. So when that whole situation jumped off with the whole beat thing, and right. then they said, well, damn, Fatal got a response too. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I don't, <clears throat> I'm not real keen on who Fatal is. I only, mm-hmm. heard, only heard him on the one song, but then I listened to the track and was like, holy fuck. Okay. <clears throat> right. But then <clears throat> I ain't hear nothing from him for a really long time. And then I moved out here. You know, I met you the yeah. day I got here. So Pretty like, much, yeah. uh, moved out here. Things was, you know, transpiring as they was transpiring. but. The whole shit that happened was that what the fuck happened came out. First I heard March 9th, what you the fuck me? happened came out, and I was like, holy shit, this motherfucker is 
gone with right. it. Like, I love this shit. I knew when, when March 9th came out, he dropped that. I'm probably going to go out like big. Yeah. I'm going to go out like, bro, I knew it was over. I was like, this nigga's going to drop some heat. Oh, yeah, he on it. He was like, oh, he's going to be he on been running next. wild ever since. Ever like, since. Like, good God, man. So when I heard everything you, when you was like, bro, I got I got the advanced link. I'm going to hit you. I was like, that's perfect because I can interview you, you know what I'm saying, on the podcast. We can talk about it. Appreciate you, And man. I was listening, and I, I, I'm not going to... I'm not gonna lie, normally from a first album to a second album, I don't expect a meteoric jump from most people. I usually expect that on the third album. But I listened to your first, before I even listened to, I listened to everything you when you sent it to me. And I was like, fuck. I said, let me make sure I'm not tripping. So I went back and listened to the first album. Memories of Memories, you, yeah. made you go back, man. Yeah, I, li I listened to that one first. Nice. Then I came back and listened to everything you again. And I was like, nah, I'm not tripping. This nigga just triple jumped from the That's first album to this one. Man. This is crazy. Um, so I mean, what going into the album, like, what was the what was the main objective? Um, the main main goal, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, the main main goal was probably because I had a lot of main goals with it. You know, I just needed to get some music out. I wanted to get back in the swing of things. You know, um, as you can see from looking at my Spotify catalog or my Apple Music, wherever you stream music. I know it's a little more difficult on Apple Music because it's not uh, connected together yet, and I'm trying to get this <laughs> kid to work on that. But like, if you go to any of my other catalogs where all of my music is there together, um, I ain't dropped nothing for nothing. for a year and a half almost. You feel me? And even before that, like um, before my my last drop, so I went I went from Call Me the Night Still Young in 2019 to Cold in December 1st of uh, of 2020. Right. And so that's that's damn near a year and a half, you feel me? And so like, you know, I was sitting there, I didn't know what I was what I was trying to do. I had um I had just gotten out of a situation with my group and so I was looking for basically to basically just build up again. So I got connected with um with some bros that I've been connected with from before, you know, Rob Reeves, shout out to Rob Reeves and the whole OA sound uh, and, and OA studio gang. They're filthy. Um, hit them up if you need to record or anything. They got studio time. They got blapping uh, uh, engineering. The, the the way they work in there is crazy. But um, I got connected back up with them guys, and you know I was like, look, man, I'm looking for a place to record. I just I'm trying to get some music out. And at first it was really I really wasn't even I wasn't even trying to like do an album at first. But then I just realized I had so much stuff available to me. Like all these like um, shout out Sugar Beats and Young Nab from. Uh, Sugar's from the Ukraine and Nab's from Morocco, but um, they're always sending me beats like weekly, man. Like, man, Sugar's monthly, but Nab like weekly. He's like, yo, I got this pack, you can come purchase it. Da -da 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 -da. Sugar will hit me monthly. He'll be like, look, you can have the MP3s to these if you want to get the guy. Let me just hit me back. And so like, you know, I had a stuff like that I would do is when I was in, I got gonna be beat here. At first, the goal was 16. The goal was 16 tracks. And I'll be honest, I'll be honest, the 15 that made it were not the original 16. Oh shit! Okay, it, okay. like there, there's probably like four or five songs that like I got stopped in the middle of, and I was like, I get to come wish, so I finished and it just make the you don't want music, I can get the ghost, ain't have anything for some amount of money like that. But uh, you know, I just wanted to make music again, and when I was trying to make music again, it was you know just how how do I feel about getting back in the booth? You know, it was it was. One of those things of knocking the dust off. It's like riding a bike. If you ain't ride a bike, rode a bike in five years, it's gone. 
it's not going to be an issue, but you still got to get restarted. You feel me? Oh, yeah. You still got to get comfortable on a bike and stuff like that. And, you ain't going to go out there popping no wheelies and exactly. all that other shit like the first time back on. I feel, feel you. Yeah, no doubt. So I get back in the booth and it starts coming together. I start seeing, you know, it, it kind of like materialize. And that's where the album really came from. And also, everything you was already a pre-planned album for me. Before I even had memories of nothing, I already knew what my first four albums was going to look like, the names of them and stuff like that. I needed to shape the album to fit into, you know, the the name of what it was going to be. <laughs> to and make every, it make sense, yeah, you I feel me? Like, yeah. Everything you just happened to be me speaking upon, and, and not in a very, like, chronological sense. You just, there's a lot of stuff if you know who I am as an artist or you know me personally, or you know you follow me like, you know, people who, 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 uh, who curate and, and do <laughs> podcasts and stuff like this, like you, you know, you see what happens uh, in, in my, in my, life but you might not know all the pieces so that was just me putting all the pieces together in just one joint project and i feel it yeah so the timeline hops around a little bit but it's it all it's relevant all information but it's just not necessarily in the timeline that it exactly. actually took place i feel you no doubt no doubt because even though i might i might have recorded some stuff in chronological order the feel of the album might not have gone in chronological order you right. feel me the way that i put it from top to bottom that was the feeling of just how did the beats hit How's the sound of the song? Is it cohesive enough to move from top to bottom? Is it no cohesive enough to move from one track to, to, to a song before or after it? You feel me? You can pick any pocket of the album and listen to it, you feel me? And, and it'll still sound relatively similar to the other pockets of the album. And so that's how I kind of put together my album. So That's dope. Okay. More so would I just speak on things. You know, I just speak to say my peace and my truth. And I really just, you know, I talk about what happened to me as a person or maybe me as an artist and I really just put it there. But I also try to keep it fresh. You know, you can't just always, you can't always talk about, you know, the non-fun shit. Right. You know, you gotta keep it fresh. You gotta, you gotta keep people interested. You still gotta have, you know, the, the interest in, in moving around and making it, uh, and making it a, uh, and making it a, a theme, you know? Right, like, right. Like a whole, when you put on everything you and you listen to it from top to bottom, it's a 50 minute. If you got 50 minutes to just sit there and run from top to bottom, you could have a have a your own moment in that track that time of listening to that album. But you can also pick any track and still have fun for three minutes. You feel me? Right, exactly. And so And that's that's actually a powerful a powerful thing because the reality of the matter is <clears throat> some you yeah, actually the funny thing about it. And I tell people this all the time. It wasn't until I moved to Washington mm -hmm. that I realized why certain people didn't gravitate to my music. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because because of exactly what you just said. Right. I, I, I placed a lot of onus on the bars and also, though, on talking about what's going on. You feel You know me? what I'm saying? And it's crazy that I'm saying that right now. And the, you hear the sirens in the background. Right. I'm pretty sure y'all hear them. But, um, like, the craziest thing of all being, I learned that sometimes you got to take that same energy and put it into showing people, hey, you know what? I don't think about this all the time. Like right. sometimes I let that, let my guard down just like y'all. Right. I like to drink, I like to smoke, I like to party and have fun like everybody else. Right. And, and this is my way of showing you that. You know what I'm saying? It's still not gonna sound like that other person's exactly. execution of it, because that's not me. Exactly. So when I listen to everything you, I literally feel like I'm listening to everything you. You feel me? Um, that is, Okay, I can go by every time I've been in your presence physically. Right. I go by what I see from you online. I go from conversations we've had, you know, in the inbox. Right. You know what I'm saying, about different subjects. 
And I'm like, yo, when I listen to the album, I'm like, that's him. That's the same nigga. That's him. Yeah, like all the way live. And I'm you like, it's, it's not like I listen to your album and I feel like you put on a costume and turn into a different nigga. Like you, Try. you still the same guy. You, you know what I'm saying? Um, I, and, I, and it's rare that I get to say that to people. I've said that to you. I've said that to Fatal Luciano. Uh, it's a few people I've said it to. Right. You know, I said it to Raz. There's a few people that I met that I said it to. But um, but not a lot of people that I know personally that are artists. I respect a lot of them because they dope. Right. You know what I'm saying? But um, I can't necessarily say that I absolutely feel that their music is the most authentic to who they are. You know what I'm saying? And that's really where I just try to keep it, man. I just try to keep it all the way 10 toes down. You know, no matter what you listen to in my music, you can still pick a bar or something like that and be like, I can see that nigga yeah. doing that shit. Yeah, what's up? And it might, and, it, and you might not even know me like that. You feel me? It's just the way I, I try to carry myself as a person. I try not to keep keep a, a, a false view up in front of anybody because if I'm being false with you, then I'm gonna expect you to be false with me, and I don't want nobody to be false with me. You feel me? Absolutely. I want everybody to keep it true. I want everybody to 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 respect each other as a human being. Whether we're artists or whether we're we're all uh, collaborators or whether we're all just you know creatives, and so. Uh so, essentially, mm -hmm. you got everything you about to come. Mm -hmm. And from what I could tell, the numbers are reflecting the anticipation is fairly high for the album. I would say so as well. And that's, that's, that's a good thing. I, I like to see that. I like that as well. Uh, the single's doing good. I'm at 9.5K right now. You know what I mean? Push, yeah, trying, trying I peeped that. 10K. I peeped that. Yeah, I was like, yo, this nigga is going. That's what I'm talking about. Just trying hey, to do my man. thing, man. Now, who was, I'm going to ask you the, the, the hardest question to ask any artist. Mm -hmm. uh, especially prior to the album coming out. Right. What's your favorite song on the album? Yikes. <laughs> man. He said yikes. Oh, man. Um, oh, man. Our tax dollars hard at work. Yes, sir. Yeah. Fuck them. Not my tax dollars. <laughs> Get it out the mud. Um, no doubt. But, you know, um, there's a couple, to be honest, and I might have to give you, like, my, like, top three. Okay. That's 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 fair. Okay. Out of fifteen, like, that ain't bad. Okay. Yeah. So like when uh when it came to choosing the singles, like everybody expects your singles to be your top three, right? Right. I felt the singles spoke the most about the album and how different it can sound. Okay. And like you know how I'm saying that 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 little you can pick those pockets, you can pick any three songs and it's gone. It's gonna sound different, but it's gonna sound the same. Right. And it's that it's that weird vibe of being able to, you know, listen to it in any type of playlist. People have told me my music is very playlistable for this album, and so that's that's what I like. And so right now I have to say that my favorite song to make probably was Choke. Or excuse mm. me, not choke, um Coke. Coke. No disrespect to, to Bally Kai and he came off and did that that verse amazingly. Um but uh, for me, that verse was actually about a year and a half old. And I really wanted to make the song with him. So, like, I'm not saying that that song wasn't fire. I just really wanted to make that song with him because I felt like me and him would make a cool track together. No doubt. And it was just, I felt like, you know, it was long overdue. 
so definitely I wanted to put it on the album. But um, Cope with uh, Push Love Good, um, man, it was just fun. The energy was high on that track. Um, <laughs> and, and he, he, the way he came in on his verse just made me like love that track all over again. Cause I already had mine, uh, uh, you know, and I came in the way I came in, uh, also a couple hours, like, you know, uh, feel like I fight, or excuse me, uh, Ah, excuse me. I'm not even going. I'm not even going to try it because I can't remember. Off the top of my head. I'm, I'm <laughs> dumb. But I remember pushes perfectly because that nigga came in like, I said I picked a pack perfect just to go ahead and flood my lungs. Depression and emotion on my sleeves. Um, just so I guess it just should be shown as one. Lost me in the darkest haste, but baby found me in the morning sun. Infinite and omnipotent, but I'm, uh, but I'm just still the whole chosen one. Um, and that just the way he came in was fire. It was just the way he was playing with, with his syllables and his cadence. It was just hella dope. And the rest of the track, like once you hear it, it'll like I, I just really think it's fun. Coach is one of my favorite ones to listen to. Um, Rob Reeves did his thing on the engineering. The bass is crazy. Man, um, you know, that should sound crispy in the car and the headphones. Man, you can listen I, you know to it in any environment. Yeah. Man. Like that's what I really love about <laughs> Rob's engineering is that um, like he really goes from top to bottom and really gets the high frequencies and the low frequencies. And me having the track outs, um, like he's the first person to like be able to mix the beat itself and choose which instruments that, um, you know, he really wanted to, uh, to, to make more use of or maybe, you know, <coughs> wanted to put a little bit of uh, stuff on. Put uh, some ink behind that really. shit, yeah. And then it's just, um, my man from high school, like this has been my 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 bro, my A one day one um, from high school, Caleb Fenton. Um, dude's always been amazing at guitar. Um, I just remember watching him in our talent shows in high school and just being like, dang, like he was he was covering Van Halen songs for for the talent show, but it was like it sounded amazing, like it sound like the guitar was crazy. And so like you know I I reached out to him because um, we have come in contact over the last month. Uh, really got stuck. And was uh, he like, don't uh, what's good? I heard you all times, you know, the Chuck you see, I'll do you too. You know, I'm working on an album, and I know, you know, how into music you were in high school. And like when we chopped it up, he was like, you know, I'm trying to work at a studio. And da -da 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 -da. So I was like, bro, you know, I would love it if you would put some guitar on it. Like, you can write the guitar parts and like really make it yours. I'm gonna send you the music with the songs and stuff like that. And you get your credits and everything. And he was like, man, I'm down for it. Because, you know, we always talked about in high school that dream vision when I was, you know, recording at the Boys and Girls Club. He was like, man, it would be so fire to make some music with you. And I always talked about it. I'd be like, it was dope. But he was playing hockey and stuff like that. Like, we never had a chance to connect. Playing hockey. That's just, that should just sound funny. <laughs> man, he was, he was, but he was good at it. And so it was like, you know, uh, we just never had the chance to connect when we were younger. And so now that we were older and we're on our, you know, more adult paths and stuff like that. The, the dopeness of, of life to just be able to come back and connect with somebody that um, you have mad respect for as an artist and mad respect for as a person and just be able to come through and make some music together. It was just hella fun. He was on like seven songs on the album. I think I sent you the, the back cover uh, oh, when yeah. I released the back covers. Uh, when I released the back covers, they're out right now. You can go see them on my Instagram. Um, it'll tell you exactly how many songs uh, he was on and it'll also tell you who produced what tracks as well um, uh, between Young Nab and Sugar. Um, but it was just it was just a fun song to connect on, so I just really loved that song. So that was like one of my top three. The other one I'd have to say is Infinite. 
just because of <laughs> it, infinite infinite allowed me to go back to a little bit who I of who I was as a younger artist with like you know I used to write long really long like verses and people used to be like bro put a hook in it and I was like no I just want to give off some bars and so yeah. it was like it was an intro it's an intro track you feel me it's an intro track and your intro track can really be anything no doubt um you know it just really comes down to who you are as an artist and what you want to put on the on the plate but for me it was infinite and it was just the chance to write and just spaz out you know that that was just fun. We it was just that. fun to, to just spit. We and then that. the last one. All right, I'm gonna cop out here on the top three because it's a tie between Wonderland and Wait. Me and Anti, whenever we connect, it's a lot of fun. We just we just get together and, and, and make good music, and that's what I like about him. He pushes me to do better uh, every time that uh, I get on a track with him or that we write together or anything like that. You still so. owe me 16 bars, Anti. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, definitely, Shit. man. Like, <laughs> you that, do too, but we'll get to it. <laughs> that, man, that man's a beast, bro. That man's you do a too, beast. but we ain't gonna get into that right now. <laughs> but that, that's probably my top three, four right there. I can dig it. I can dig it. Now, who, okay, so out of, out of the artists that are featured on the album, you mentioned a few already. Mm -hmm. What feature verse mm -hmm. was the best? Feature verse was the best. Yeah. I like the stars. Oh, you said puzzle. Man, you just come and make all of these. Oh, I always just um Well, I ain't gonna say the best. The best. But which one? But which one just stands out the most to you? Stands out yeah. the most. I think I'd have to say servos because if you listen to servo as an artist mm. he does a lot more singing and stuff like that than he does rapping and he's fire with the singing and he makes really good music like that but just for him to step on the track and spaz the way he did real quick on that 16 man i i was just like i was i was almost out of my seat just watching him do it i was like damn man that's because he what he did when when he came in i had a group of i had a group of the artists um come in like uh, uh Black Skin, uh, Dave Bird, uh, Servo, Anti was there. There was a couple. I think there might have been one or two more people, but um, it it was a it was like a real session, you know. You feel no me? Doubt. And so when uh, when it came to to like listening to the verses that I hadn't heard and stuff like that, I I really didn't know what to expect from Serve. I knew he could rap. I knew he was filthy. No doubt. But I didn't know which way he was gonna take it. Because right. he sat there and he listened to he listened to the beat while I was recording my shit to it, and then he wrote it out like that. Took a couple more minutes, finished it up, and then he was like, "All right, bet." Stepped on the mic, and I was just like, "Whoa, all right." I love those moments. <laughs> those, yeah. ones, those ones are those ones are, are, are fire because it was just like you know, like I said, I didn't know what to expect from him. You know, you feel me? Uh, I, I hadn't I hadn't made music with him before. Is pretty honestly pretty early into uh me knowing him as an artist you know for us to come together like um i knew him i knew him as a bro but like i didn't know him like as an artist too much i knew, heard what he did with fatal on uh on that uh Kalido project yeah and then um i i just heard some of the some of the snippets that he was like showing me and like i said he has all types of styles, so I really didn't know what to expect. So Servo definitely just surprised me and wowed me right yeah. off the bat. Yeah, Servo's dope. I like him. Most definitely. I'm thinking... You like stars. Nah, see, this way, exactly. That's what. I, that's the whole point. Like, I, I need, I need for niggas to get. I, I want MC and, and I want niggas to stay on they making records wave. But I just want the. The thing that killed me is this: when a nigga get known for making a certain type of music, right? right. We're we gonna, we gonna jump into some. 
some some shit real quick, and then we gonna then I got something else I wanna. But yeah, listen, man. Everything you <clears throat> you don't wanna miss this one. Trust me when I tell you. Don't sleep on it. Don't fuck around. Don't do none of that dumb shit because. It's too many really dope underground hip-hop albums that are getting missed because motherfuckers are so worried about these niggas that's already selling millions of records. No disrespect to them. J. Cole's new album is crazy. Crazy. I heard that shit on the way here. You know what I'm saying? I've been bumping that shit since it came out. But you know what else I heard on the way here? It was Frederick Douglass. Right? Yes, sir. Louis and Newton. them two albums. Bars, man. Yes. That man is spitting, man. Yo, he's going on that shit. And man. He, and, and he able to do exactly what... You were talking about as well. You taking okay, bam. I know I'm a baller. Niggas know me for battle rap. Da, da, da. Right. But let me show you that. You know what I'm saying? I, I still got. Music, yeah, I can make music, nigga. Like, like, and and it's crazy because like when I first heard of Stewie Newton, like a couple of years ago, like when I first started to get hip to more people who were like really like deeper into the scene, like not on the on the surfaces of the scene, right? Like, and just started to expand my knowledge of the scene uh, as early. Like when I first heard Stewie, I first heard him as a songmaker, not a rapper. Um, like somebody, either I heard a Stewie Newton song, or somebody was talking about like a Stewie Newton song that they had heard, and um, I, I heard that was like fire, and I didn't really know too much about him at the time. And I learned about, I started looking up and, and trying to peep um, from what he was driving in the project came out. It would be a song, yeah, like, I don't know if anyone wouldn't expect anybody out there only as a battle because he put in your shirt and sleep, but like. Him and, and, and like Cosby and the people on his team, like they're really good at laying solid tracks. Oh yeah. In any kind of like any kind of setting, shit like that. And that's what I really, I really enjoyed about Stewie's album is because Stewie had a lot of different type of production on the album, and yes. it, none of it sounded the same. It all sounds filthy, and that's what I like about it. Like, all together, really, really good. And so it's like you know, I'm, I'm hope that people know like you're just people around and people that are like mainstream. And I would hope like any who's in any city like. You would look at the artists who are in your city and at least try to like listen to them because you can find some filthy ass music not everybody's gonna make it super big one day and like i would hope that everybody would because i want to see everybody eat you know you feel me? everybody needs everybody needs to 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 make their art for their reason i support that you feel me and so it's like you know i would hope that anybody in any city would look to the local arts and be like you know who's filthy because not your favorite artists ain't ever gonna come to your city Nah. But you might find your favorite artist that's already in your city, and you might be able to support them all the time. You feel me? So it's like, bro, you know, I, I, that's all I be saying. I'm like, dog, y'all keep throwing these names out. Right. I'm like, you ain't. I ain't heard you say this name, this name, this name, this name, not one time. And these these niggas right in your city. Right. And they killing it. Feel me? I don't. Why y'all ain't? Why y'all ain't talking about how crazy King King Lee's last album was? Man. Ain't nobody. Wasn't nobody talking about that. And Man. I'm like, yo, bro, that shit is stupid. That man. nigga be rapping, rapping. He be rapping, rapping. You know what I'm saying? Filthy. Yeah. Man. You know what I'm saying? Like, AD, Anthony Danzer, he get mad love AD from everywhere. But these niggas bro. out here don't be talking about AD like that. And AD I'm like, is filthy, bro. Yo. AD so filthy that when, like, I was trying to make beats, uh, like, like a year ago, I was just making beats on the Humbug. I just made an 80s inspired beat just because that nigga Anthony Danzer was making filthy ass 80s inspired songs. I was man, like, man. Killing them shit. Man, the Dookie Chain rap is filthy, dog. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, real shit. Real BBS, shit. Yes, that's why I'm driving to old school. I mean, not not necessarily why I'm driving to old school is because of AD, but that's why I appreciate my old school a little more is because of AD. You feel me? I always wanted to drive an old school, and, and that's. That's what always been one of my things is I love old school cars, but AD's really like out there rocking with the old school car on the BBS's, Doogie Chain, all that shit. It's filthy, bro. No doubt. It's filthy. I, and he I still agree. sounds fresh. Like he don't sound 
held to that pocket. Exactly. He sound he sound like he could get on any beat and he and has go on and go crazy. Beat. Yeah. Absolutely. So. Now, okay, so you uh you heard Cole's new album. Did you hear LA Leakers freestyle? I did hear a couple of the L- or uh, uh, little bits and pieces of the LA Leakers freestyle. Man, he was getting off. He murdered that shit. He was okay. getting off, man. You know, but it's a lot of motherfuckers that, that hate on him. They, a lot of people hate on J. Cole. I don't understand it personally, but it is what it is. Uh, now, <clears throat> hmm. fuck it. Prior to everything you, mm-hmm. okay, so that, like there was, and, and then, you know, you had a period where you were moving in connection with another artist. Mm-hmm. And y'all, y'all were doing music together. Yeah. Um, and for what it's worth, y'all made really good music together. Appreciate it. <laughs> I, w- I will say that. I thought y'all, we did as well. Y'all made really good music I thought together. we did as well. Um, I interviewed you guys on the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, for one, was taken aback and surprised to see something posted on the internet suggesting that you guys were no longer making music together. Right. And I was like, wait, what? Because I'd be out the loop sometimes, because I just, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I'd be like, fuck it, it I turned off my notifications for Facebook. I was like, just don't tell me. I'll right. go in when I feel like it. You like, feel me? So I, I, I get lost in the sauce sometimes. But I saw that, and I was like, well, wait a minute. I don't understand, but I'm not going to ask any questions right now. I just want to see what's happening. Maybe I'm misunderstanding what's going on. Right. Then I saw another post later mm-hmm. from the other gentleman in the, in the group. Mm-hmm. Um, basically going in mm-hmm. on what the gentleman was. Mm-hmm. Now, reading the in my initial from the was, damn, he's I guess I understand part of that. I get, yeah. I get it. Okay. But the thing, some of the things that you're saying don't sound like the person that I that you're equating them to. So, right. I mean, I, uh, and and as I told you prior to us starting this interview, mm-hmm. with it, all transparency, I will be also talking to the other gentleman. Right. You know, what I'm saying involved. Absolutely. Let, I'll be talking to no man to get his side of the story. Right. Good. You know, what I'm saying, uh, and that's that's only in all fairness because I mean, y'all beef is y'all beef, but I mean, I don't have a beef with either. So, right. It's all good. But and also you. Trying to get the information. Right. That's part of my job. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so you would be biased to not get both sides of the story. Right. And to, to disseminate your own information from it. Yeah. So. That'd be crazy. That'd be crazy. So I mean, so his his side of the story is out there. Mm-hmm. It's it's on Front Street. He put it on on Facebook and was like, yo, da 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 da. Right. This is why you can't find this. This is why this is happening. Blah mm-hmm. blah blah blah. Okay. Right. Cool. I see that. So my question to you, just to, to start the conversation off, at what point, how, how long has this been that y'all haven't been making music together? Like, that, that seemed like a very new thing out of nowhere to me. The incident that transpired that led to us, or led, I'd say, I'd say more so it wasn't us that decided it, at least. Directly, I directly started to step away after the incident happened, and more so, there was an olive branch extended from my side of the situation that I feel was kind of pissed on mm. by the posts on Facebook. Okay. And by doing all of that stuff that he did. But <clears throat> I'll keep it like this I started off 
let's go about a month, month and a half or so before the incident happened. Um, me and him were working together and I, I started, I started, let's say, um, my mother works in race and social justice. I'll start it off like that. My mother works in race and social justice and she was looking for somebody to be a videographer for her and, you know, film these videos, edit them and help her get them onto YouTube um, as basic training type of things for people who don't understand basically uh, what it means to be actively anti-racist. That's okay. what I'll say with that. And so I hooked her up with um, Matt as a, as a camera guy. I told, um, I told her, you know, if you can, because uh, she was looking to like, basically she was trying to figure out who can I basically build into my team as, right. a, as a videographer to do these things. So she was willing to toss a lot of money his way and I was trying to help my bro. You feel me? I'm trying to slide this man some money because in, in my thought process, him having more money is going to give him more freedom to be able to work on music in any way that he wants to. And also, you know, my mother was uh, was planning on having me do things for the video as well. Just, to, you know, try and keep it in the family as well. You know, try and build things up. And she's doing well on her own. And she has her own business in race and social justice training. So it was like easy, you know. That way you don't have to go out and work with anybody who might be faulty or might not get you your work on time and stuff like that. There's exactly. somebody I trust. There's somebody, you know, who's been working on my stuff, you know. And I trust that uh, that that they would do their due justice to, you know, make sure everything's right and tight. And so... <clears throat> that happened. They're working together, you know. They're working together throughout the month and stuff like that. Day before the incident is our manager's birthday and uh, no man had agreed to host it. So there was a party, um, you know, things get wild as things do when people get drunk and people get high and there's a lot of people um, and you know, people act outside themselves. I'll let people speak on that, um, who wanna speak on that. But <clears throat> it ended up that, uh, my manager, who is anti, okay. um, you know, my creative manager, uh, he, he helps me work on my music. Like I said, he's made me a better artist who I am uh, over the last like three, four years. Um, he had ended up with some of, I guess, no man's possessions in his car. And he also had left like a bottle and um, his homegirl had left a fanny pack with like her medications and stuff like that and a makeup bag or some more shit. So like, he came back the next day after uh, his party, trying to like, give him his stuff back and get his stuff out of the, uh, out of the, the house. So, um, Anti FaceTimes me, but before he had FaceTimed me, he said he knocked on the door. Um, no man checked to uh, see who it was at the door, and then was like, I'm not fucking with this nigga. No indication of what happened or anything like that. Anti says he tried to call him. He said the call didn't go through. Uh, and then he calls me and lets me know this information uh, that's going on at that present point. 
And so then from there, he's, uh, we're talking on FaceTime, trying to figure out what's happening. Um, he's standing in front of the house, like actually he was on the sidewalk, um, you know, on the FaceTime, like standing there and talking about like, bro said he's gonna call the police on me and to leave the property. And so he was like, that's why I'm on the sidewalk. I left the property as public property at that point, but I'm still trying to figure out how I can get my stuff. He hasn't answered yeah. any phone calls. What's going on? I said, all right, bro, I'm gonna hit you back. Give me two seconds. I blow up this nigga no man's phone like four or five times, maybe more than that. Each time the call goes to voicemail or it gets cut short after a ring or two. And so I'm trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. Duh, 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 duh. All right, let me call this man back. Call Anti back. He said he had spoken to uh, no man's girlfriend at the time and was trying to get information that was going on like that. She was actually uh, outside the city in like Ocean Shores or something like that, uh, talking to family, I believe. And don't quote me on that. I just know she was outside the city. And so uh, he said he called her a uh, couple times, not a couple times, excuse me, called her, got on the phone with her, told her the situation, what's going on, asked her, can you call him and figure out what's going on? So I was like, all right, okay, you know, let me call her and check in with her and figure out if she's talked to him or whatnot. Right. Hang up again. I call his girlfriend. She said, no, I haven't spoken to him at this time. I'm trying to figure out what's going on myself. Like, let me hit you back in a little bit. I was like, all right, bet. I called uh, Anti back on the FaceTime. And the reason I specify his FaceTime is because I can see everything that's going on at this point. You right. So he's standing on the sidewalk. He's smoking a cigarette, trying to figure out what's going on. He's like, yo, <clears throat> um, have you heard from Mel? I was like, oh, excuse me, that's her name. But he was like, have you heard from her? Uh, you know, what's going on? What's the situation? I was like, she says she's about to call him. I don't know the situation that's going on at this present point. But, you know, just stay where you're at. Stay solid and, you know, just wait to figure out what's going on. She should be calling us back in a little bit. Right. Um, before we hear back from her or whatever that I see on the FaceTime, multiple cops start to pull up. He's like, yo, the police are pulling up on me right now. I don't know what's going on. What I'm trying to figure fuck? out what's going on. It shows me on the FaceTime, the police walking up to him to figure out what's happening. At this point, I'm not hanging up from, from the FaceTime. Hell no, nah, not at all. That's my bro. 6'6", six, six black man. And multiple police are pulling up on him. Anything can happen at this point. I'm gonna stay on the phone for regardless. Absolutely. Like, I don't wanna be a witness if anything happens. Like. <laughs> Pray to God that it didn't, and thank God that it didn't. But, you know, I need to make sure my bro's gonna be okay in this situation. So, the police pull up. He starts talking to him. You know, I'm on the FaceTime. It's now aimed at his face, and he's, you know, just chatting with him. He's like, you know, I heard the police officer. He's like, hey, man, what's going on? We got a call that there was a disturbance over here, trying to figure out, you know, what the, what the situation is. And thank God that, you know, it's, it's, it's sad that it's an off chance and that we got to say thank God when the police pull up and actually figure out what happens. Yeah. But, you know, thank God the police officer didn't pull up on no wild shit. On a different wave you altogether. Feel me? Yeah, a different exactly. wave altogether. So he pulls up, he asks him what's happening, you know, we got a call that there was a disturbance here. What's going on? Anti's like, I'm just trying to get my shit back. You feel me? Like, I left some stuff in his house. Uh, I have some of his property. I'm just trying to return it and get the stuff out of his house. Um, 
from there, um, you know, after you let them know it's good, they were like, uh, they're like, all right, we're gonna see what's going on. He gets back on, on the phone talking to me, and I was like, what's good, you know, everything good? He was like, yeah. They said they're gonna try and see what's going on. Um, it was like three, four minutes before I guess that there was a response happening because he, like, when he told me, he was like, all right, I guess they're talking to him now. Da 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 da. Um, from there, in that point, the situation was then, I wouldn't say resolved because the whole thing didn't end at this point, but that present moment was resolved at the end of things by no man leaving the items on his back porch. And because the police were there, they were like, we're gonna go grab it for you and give you your stuff. Da, 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 da. Uh, they bring him his stuff and, you know, Anti starts asking a few questions about the situation. Like, you know, what's going on here? Like, I don't understand why the police were called or anything like that. Like, I was literally just trying to get my stuff and you guys see that it's literally just like a half a bottle and a fanny pack. And the, or the, I don't even know if it was the fanny pack or the, med or the makeup bag or whatever, but all I know is that it, all their stuff wasn't there because um, later on, Anti and I actually ended up on the same day trying to retrieve items from this man. And you know, um, we actually sent, uh, I sent my girlfriend up and he sent the homegirl up because we didn't want to cause any situations. Went to the back porch and had them knock on the door, some more shit. Um, but <laughs> there's a funny part to that, but I'll speak on what happened between then and there is that, you know, um, Anti's obviously mad, you feel me? Absolutely. He expressed the fact that he was mad to this man. <clears throat> and after he expressed the fact that he was mad, dude was like, no man was like, I consider that a threat. And if you're threatening me, then I expect you to put your money where your mouth is or some more shit like that. As if, and this was the next day, like as if he didn't call the police uh, on this man. Yeah. That night, <clears throat> I'm on the phone. After, after I got off the phone with Anton, I figured out that he was good. I called Matt. Obviously, I'm blazing, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Should so be. I'm on the phone. I'm yelling at this man. I'm like, bro, I don't understand why you just called the police on this man. Can you give me an answer right now? Da -da 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 -da. And he said some shit like, oh, why are you coming in here yelling at me? Like, you're not even giving me a chance to explain myself. Da -da 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 -da. And I was like, you know what? Since you want to talk like that, I'm going to call a mediator someone to mediate this conversation so that we could either speak equally or you say your piece, I say your piece. While we're on this phone call, we could get it right there, you feel me? No doubt, absolutely. Only person I know who handles situations like this, my mother, is in racial social justice, also tied into business with this man. We both know her. Right. You feel me? I feel it's an equal opportunity. And you're also filming the race and social justice things for her, so I feel like she would, at this point, be trying to give you some points for that. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. But I call her. Um, I'd already let her know what the situation was going on, you know, before I got on the phone with this man. And I three-wayed her into the, to, to the phone call. And it was like, you know, mom, I'm hot right now. I'm yelling at this man. I know what the situation is. You know what the situation is. He knows what the situation is. Can you mediate this so that, you know, no one feels talked over. You I'm trying to figure out what the situation was. Why did you feel the need? Because if I'm blazing and you can give me a solid answer, I mean, 
there was nothing going on, you called the police, so there's not really a solid answer. I could see where that would feel like I'm being overbearing at that point, but still, speak nah, your piece. I mean, that, that actually makes perfect sense. Yeah, but speak yeah. your piece, you feel me? I tried to give him the opportunity to speak his piece, and he continued to say, you're not letting me talk, you're not letting me talk, you're not letting me get my point off, and I said, all right then, Matt. Radio silence, 30 seconds. My mother will confirm it, and that's not even no bias shit. She's on the phone with both of us. She had to uh, actually figure out, she thought I was at the house with this man in the same mm. area as him. So she was really trying to stop anything from happening like that, but I'm at my house. I'm not leaving the comfort of my home knowing that you just called the police on somebody pulling up. Absolutely. And they were pulling up on a non-disrespectful tip trying to actually trade your items for their items because things got mixed up. Yeah. So it's like- He wasn't even mad. I'm mad. <laughs> right, yeah, I'm I feel it. I'm so, done. um, you know, I stopped talking for about like 30 seconds. Well, duh, 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 I fear for my life. I heard those words and I, they kind of set it off for me. I was like, look, bro, at this point, there's nothing you can say to me that's going to prove to me why you felt it was reasonable for you to call the police in that situation because there was nothing in that. I watched it happen. There was nothing in that moment that should have given you the fear for your life. Somebody's talking to somebody on FaceTime on the sidewalk, literally showing me where they're at, doing 360, making sure that I can verify as a witness that he was not on the property trying to press no issues or no lines. You fear for your life. That's a cop-out, man. So to me, at that point, I was like, situation spoken for itself. I don't think I could work to together with you as, as a business professional simply because your morals don't align with mine. And so I started, I actually, I actually didn't even like dissolve everything instantly. When I was really standing out of branch, there was actually into man more than the others. He blonde, so he blabs. Uh, I'm not going to send it in like it. Um, fucking doing, doing all this little petty uh, instigative shit while we're trying to say, look, you and Anti, Anti wants to figure out why you did this to him. That's all the protection extended. My mother talked to Matt and already just that he would be sitting there in this racist illusion that you and we talked and actually got three bizarre on the police like why you felt like that way. You could have seen where things might have gone wrong and actually like breaking it down and like getting people to understand it. And you know, she was willing to be like, look, you can have a couple of people to speak on your behalf. Maybe the person that was in the house with you, um, maybe, you know, other people, you know, like uh, she was offering basically a whole sit down and figure it out. How can we bring it back? Because there's already a business thing at hand right here. Right. How can we bring it back and resolve it that maybe you guys can move forward from the situation, you feel me? After that, he was like, yeah, I'd be down for that but then it's texting people's phones and stuff like that, talking about, you know, and, uh, 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 you know, talking about, uh, you're making it dangerous for me to, to live in my situation, da, 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 da. I was like, I don't understand how I'm making it dangerous for you to live in your situation. I haven't even said that I'm gonna come beat you up or something like that. Like, at this point, I'm just like, bro, fuck off. Like, I don't, like, you're, you're, like, there's nothing that you can say that'd be like, okay, calling the police was a good result, result in that situation. You could have talked to him like a man. You could have put the stuff on the back porch, peeked out the window, said it's on the back porch, go get it. Let that man grab his stuff and walk off. And he could have left the bottle on the front porch. I don't understand how there was so many type of situations where you could have resolved it that night before calling the police 
that made you think that was the next immediate step? Okay, so I, I, that that brings this whole thing so far up to this point has brought forth so many questions on my part. Right. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what the fuck? Right. Um, okay, so I, I guess my biggest question here is the police were called mm -hmm. and the reason given for the police being called was a fear for one's life. Okay. Now, I know Anti, mm -hmm. he's, he's not a small guy. He's not a small guy. However, mm -hmm. he has a deep voice, but he's not, a very, he's not an aggressive person. Right. So, it was supposed to be an extension of an exchange of items. Right. So that, therefore, I'm assuming there's no aggression when approaching the door. Because no. at this point, Anti doesn't, doesn't think that anything's wrong. No. Just simply, I got some shit to belong to you, you got some shit that I need, I'm on my way, I'm gonna pull up and we can swap out. We right. good. You said there was a party the, the previous night. The previous night. Did anything occur at the party between the two of them between that would have but that would have made him feel like he was coming for any other reason? No. Okay. There was no interaction between them on really a negative tip, except for I'll put it like this. Anti got drunk. All of us as a group were trying to be like, hey, bro, you know, just chill out, you know, have some water, all that type of stuff. Calm down, you know. We understand that you're faded, you know? You understand how your homies get and stuff like that. You no, gotta no. make sure that they're chilling out. He might have been a little rude to him because he was drunk or something like that, but there was no physical altercation, words said to him that was like, bro, I'm gonna beat your ass or anything like that, that, that would indicate physical harm on Anti's part to no man's part. I saw none of that that whole night. Okay. That, that, that actually helped skip over a bunch of the other questions. Good, 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 good. Okay. So at this point, right? Right now, it, like, so the, the, the music that you guys made together is not available anywhere right now, right? Right. Okay. I can answer that question if you have a question about that in two parts. I do. I do have a question about that. I do have, because that was a big part of what the post on Facebook that really made me mm -hmm. realize, wait, this is more than what I thought it was, mm -hmm. okay? I, it wasn't a misunderstanding on my part. Something's really wrong here. Right. Okay. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll just we'll just draw it there. Mm -hmm. The music's not available anywhere right now. At any point, will it be available again? Like I said, we'd have to come to a sit down and talk about the situation. No doubt. And that's where it comes in as me being a business person with him, and then the personal situation between him and Anti that transpired that night. Right. We'd have to come down, sit down, talk about it, and we'd have to get the truth, truth. So since you wanted to make it public, we're gonna have to get the truth, truth to the public. Right. I spoke my truth in the way, the way that I felt about it in certain parts of it on the album because you blocked me on Facebook and I had to hear from other people that you're out here on Facebook posting about shit. So, if you want to get the music back up, even try to even, if we wanted to even continue it, I don't know that he would want to continue it and at this moment because of what's transpired in between the incident and today, 
there's nothing that indicates to me that he wants to rekindle a business relationship, so I don't think that there would be any, excuse me, any music being put back on any platforms. I feel it. I feel it. All right. Well, man, that's, yeah. It's weird when it gets to a point where I've been through it. You know what I'm saying? I was in a group. I'm still in a group at this point. We kind of rekindled it. But, bro, when I talk about rekindled it, we rekindled it after almost, you know, almost 16 years. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it was a long stretch where we wasn't making music together. You know what I mean? And it wasn't none of our music was out nowhere, none of that, because there was unresolved things on the inside. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, now, the, the crazy thing is, it, it's, it's wild when you're, you know, you're still going on your journey. Mm -hmm. And that's been a part of your journey. Right. And everywhere that you go, because whatever comes forward at this point mm -hmm. grew from all of that. There's always going to be the question from other people. Mm -hmm. But I feel like you as a solo artist mm -hmm. are rounding out to a point where it's kind of like... Well, you got to remember, though, I've been a solo artist. I've had a solo artist. This is my 10th year recording. No doubt. No and doubt. so like, I've been a solo artist for a long time. Absolutely. The majority of how I know how to operate and how I was able to branch the network into group things was because I knew how to move as a solo artist and managing myself and having people, other people being able to alleviate some of that stress of being a solo artist no doubt. and work on promoting ourselves and our group together was what I'd say made Nohan uh, a force to be reckoned with. I can see that. He would, he would say that he feared for his life other than it's the easiest way to explain you calling the police or something like that. And like, it's, it's a cop out, like there's no other way to put it, but it's also like, calling the police to me is somewhat trying to abuse a privilege. You feel me? In my, my mind, the police, you know, are supposed to, assist and help with, with, with mediating situations, right. you know? And they don't do that all the time. They step in and they make themselves the court system. So when you call the police at this point in time, like not, not today, but when the shit happened, and let's just think about all of 2020 by itself. Everything that happened that summer, we all, whether you knew what it was to, to watch black people experience racism or whether you were just starting to find out the little tidbits and stuff like that. That summer really gave a lot of insight to how the police were treating people. Especially here in Seattle, I was protest when it started gap people and uh, watching the police shit from the business like there was anything. There was hated back on empty water bottles and shit like that, but there was no indication of anything that, that was going on right there that, that that had need for, for that. So we know how police jump to situations at this point in time and at that point in time. You know what it is to call the police to a situation and tell them that there's a disturbance going on. You know what it means at that point. And like, if you don't know what it means, then you're either being willfully ignorant 
Right. Or you just have, like, you just have this this happy go lucky view of police that are still will be here, but you just have this of the police just be sure situation has to be safe. Everyone's gonna be you know okay to be everything. Parties no these using six every attempt is they put on see the threat that was told to them. Whoever that might be is usually maybe the first one or two people that they see when they get to a situation. They're gonna identify them as the as the the problem, and once they identify them as the problem, they then start to see. Them. So I can't sure. with what they with what they can fear from my because. What did he say? She And how many times out of ten do they really fear for their life? I have something to fear for their life. Like a half a time out of ten, maybe. Yeah. Right. It's not yeah. a very big, not yeah. a very big pool of times that fear for your life. That it's actually fear like it's really. And I heard from the conversations that he's had my mother. Just, you know, talking to my mom. Um, you know, because like, put it together. My mom has treated the three of us more so D because I've been knowing this nigga longer, and me and this nigga like really came out the bottom together no and, doubt. Uh, for a little while. Like we was we was struggling and, and trying to kind of make our situation. My mom should do like this. So you feel so trying to talk about that curtain. And then so treat you just trying to get your daughter from oh with me. And even she was still talking to this man until she told me that she was talking to him. But uh, you know, well also because she had her own camera equipment and shit that she had possession still like to this day the same time she's trying to get from but um like oh, wow. fucking just trying to figure out the situation. One, you're asking him to his name, but figure out how to reside it because she was how hard it is to like breathe of an intuition of the Like you were saying, man, we made good music together. We were doing good work. We were all supporting it. There was no indication. Uh, 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 like, there's a couple of indications. There was an indication that we weren't looking for each other. Right. Me, they weren't trying to do it together. That day, that's an curse. No matter what you was doing. So, this is at the end of August, August 7th is when it happens. But there's like like okay. I said, man, there's there's no indication of reasons you should have free life, and if you fear free life, still have not the reason for your life. Right. I mean, I'm looking for I'm out in volume. As soon as you said I recount over here, I'm like, there was no point in that what I was just told that that sounded like there was any imminent threat there. Right. Um. So I mean, that that just makes it hard to understand at, at that point. You know what so I'm saying? So that's why I was trying to like speak on it, like you know, like what I've been hearing. Right. Like, I've been telling them. You would expect if something like that was said about me that I'm going to step in front of it and be right. like, this is what happened from my point of view in the situation. I'm nowhere to be found on any of those posts. No. Nah. Is that? I'm blocked. Not because that. can't talk about the situation. What I've been hearing is the being used in the for unseen servants. And where I started, there's, a, there's probably a little bit of malice between the group and stuff like that or anything like that but it wasn't anything that was actively like there was no roads to a head situations that were making us blow up as a group until this happened right so it's like you know said there's unforeseen reasons or whatever you know that uh i had removed his music from uh the distro kid and okay. so you know he was talking about i don't know when i'm gonna get it back up and whatnot da -da 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 -da. Well, the unforeseen reason is one you called the police on our manager, told right. me that I was also endangering your safety for, for calling you on the phone and bringing a business partner of us both into the situation to mediate. Um, like, I didn't understand none of that. That was the unforeseen circumstances. But then it also goes back to more things like 
Um, I heard that he made a claim that it was a group distro kid, and the distro kid was always in my uh, my email. Like it wasn't. I never registered us, us together. I offered him the opportunity to use my service because he was paying for a smaller package on the distro kid. Right. I had the package to host all three of us. Is no hand. I just said, "Tell me half of the yearly fees, and we're good." Like you know, I'll keep it up there. Never threw me my hat for it. Um, and that also happened multiple times throughout our situation. I'm not going to speak like real deeply on it, but like, you know, there was some, some money situation of the budget, I don't know. But, uh, you know, time for the time situation answered, you know, um, I had provided all the hand album and I rapped on half of it. I felt like it was in, in, in reality, it'd be okay for me to keep it up if we're trying to like, let that be the last thing, you know, hen's last thing, whatever you did our last album let people hear it. I heard he was complaining about me taking him down for what he didn't pay for, but, you know, complaining about me keeping up something that I provided more than half of the, 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 the things for. Right. Either way. Um, then there um, came to a problem of, uh, he said I was harassing him by letting people know that, one, I had already I, like I said, I was putting my bro on. When you were my bro at the time, I was putting people on. Hey, I got this engineer you can come to. He's got a good sound. He does, you know, he's got good quality work for a low price and stuff like that. You can come to, I was putting people to work with him. Right. Once me as an artist and as a business person, my morals don't align with that person, I'm not gonna just leave you out in the dust to find out some shit like that. If I put you into the situation to work with them, I'm letting them know, yo, I mean, this man fell out, this is why. Yeah. You know. If you, choose, if you choose to work with him, that's on you. Right. But, you know, just what you know. Okay, I feel I get a text from him after, you know, like I said, you text me and block me and then text me again. Um, and then block me again. Like I was saying, did stuff like that. And it was just a little shiesty stuff he was doing. Like, um, that's what started to make me be like, no, I don't want to work with you any longer. And, like, you really are going to have to, like, have some sort of grand apology to the whole situation for me to even want to continue with the business thing about you. So I took the no hand album down. You feel me? Like there's a lot of stuff being said, um, you know, in between the in, in between the lines of what's going on. And obviously, like I said, I had no opportunity to, to defend myself. And then, um, you know, coming forward to it, um, like I said, um, there was some money issues. Uh, he used a beat on his album that I had asked him to pay me for, and I hadn't receive any payment for that mm. like and it was crazy because like you know like we're, we're supposed to be supporting each other right being like you know if i bought a bunch of beats i would expect that you know you would at least do me the solid throwing me a little bit of a change for the money especially if i'm providing the majority of like what we're doing as a group right for free right so like you know i was I, I felt kind of shaded by that. And then when I seen that the album got posted back up and he had the song on there with the beat that he didn't pay me for, I'm featured on the song as well. And that was part of the, you know, fly me less for it, I just for it, easy. You know, it comes your album, you're working on that song. My, you know, trade for yeah. things like music and work me, but, um, you know, it's a song I'm not, I'm not trying to be like, the best like that. No, I'm giving you homie prices, you know? It was like, no, 20 bucks or something like that. And I was just like, I, I never understood why he never could just send it to me. And so, when I saw that, I also didn't have credit for my verse in the writer credits, and then I also didn't see the producer have to 
Because when, when you put it, I get body of Christ. I have to do full stuff like that. I get through and give it, and then I'll end the page of Satan's body all the music, the art, and the stuff that you're using on your album. Exactly. So it's like, you know, I was finna slide it, you feel me? Because, like, never, like I said, I never slided this. He blocked me. I couldn't tell him I'm feeling this way, bro. Like, I can see actually not to try to try to not like be this and bad because like nobody's leaving the situation on a bad thing on bad terms yeah. like if you do then you're probably you're probably an asshole you feel me so it's yeah. like i'm i was not coming disrespectful i was doing anything i was cool to my my music rights and i'm hearing shit about oh he asked me to my album when i just did it about long they're probably just on the whole play that's time i like basically try to grow or shy away about some happy this man or like that are you gonna take me to court for it you know the situation that's at hand with that like so and then to see hmm. the album come back up, no, no, you know, no, uh, no problems with, uh, with, with my song not being on there now, nothing like that. Like I even got messages from people, uh, you know, talking about get, get my bro album back up. I was like, I had nothing to do with this whole album coming down. I asked for one song. I didn't know that that was their policy. My fault. You feel me? I asked for what I felt was within my rights as an artist. That's all I did. Yeah. And then. Makes perfect sense. You feel me? And so then I hear, um, you know, I heard about all the stuff that was being said on, on the book and on Instagram. Like, he blocked me off of everything. Like, even his, even his production page. Like, I, like, I can't even, like, I, 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 not that I would want to go in the situation and speak ill on the man because, like, I already said, I already had to say my piece on the album. And by now, at this point, I'm just talking about the situation to get the facts out there. Like, I have no more, like, ill will in my heart, like, like anger or anything like that about the situation. Because that situation, like I said, almost a year old. Thanks. It's almost, it's been nine months, you feel me? We could have been handled this shit. But yeah. now, I'm also seeing, like, within the last week or so, after, um, I don't know if it was before or if it was after uh, Everything You Hydroplane Lane came out, the single, um, the first single off the album, I saw that, because um, it was funny, because we're on the same playlist. He dropped a new song where, and like, Again, you can ask him about this, and I don't know what, what the, the song's base is, but in his chorus, he's talking about, you know, had some snakes in his circle, and he had to run them out. And so, to me, it's just like, are you just trying to perpetuate what's going on? And, like, think that, like, I just don't understand. Like, it's like, could have been done the last time that we had any interaction, I guess, like, that was around that time. That's when I finished making the album and stuff like that. Like, hmm. there, there's a long time for you to have said something about that. Yeah. And like you just didn't like you could have spoke on the situation after you did it and said, called it snakes back then and probably would have been a whole different situation. But like I feel like at this point, like, you know, I'm trying to speak my truth and what's going on. And he's trying to perpetuate more of what's going on with that Facebook stuff and stuff like that. So like that's where that's where it's at with the whole no hen situation about like us probably not working at uh together as a group again and like i said it would have to be some big hefty like heavy lifting talking about the realities of what happened in that situation and although what didn't transpire with the meaning of what could have transpired and what you did and all that type of stuff like you have to understand what you did as a person before you feel all these type of ways or feel like people are trying to slight you because in reality we feel slighted We've yeah. known you for two years, worked with you for two, three years. Like, I, I, I like, and, and, and that's the, the, the shitty part as well is like, you know, I started working with this nigga right after my first album, like really tough, tough, like working with this man. 
and together and we started coming up with the group stuff and really going into it in depth. And like I was giving up a lot of who I was as an artist to give into the group, you feel me? And it's not even like I was giving it up, I was taking a piece of me and putting it into the group. But I also wasn't focusing on, on me as much and stuff like that. Like, you know, I had a period of disappearance basically. And so it was like for you to yeah, feel true. like I'm like I'm a snake or something like that for giving you who I am as an artist and putting everything I am into that group, for there to be one situation to flip the switch nothing else has transpired is just since that moment and that incident now we've been at odds and now you know for you to just keep moving that way and do that type of stuff it makes me feel like you never had any respect for me as, as an artist or a person like you know so it's like right now right now i'd have to say no no hands not getting back together you know and and i don't see myself getting into another group situation for a uh, long period of time, probably. I feel you. Yeah. So, I mean, probably. You know, I, 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 um, I don't do a lot of group stuff. I have a, I got an album that I, that I'm, you know, about to release with Don James. But we're not a group. Yeah, we yeah, just decided yeah. to do an album. Together. That's good. You know, Don James um, fire. He's crazy. Man. And um, me and my guy, you the Mad Assassin, down in L.A. We did an album together, but we're not a group. Right. We just did an album project together. You know what I'm saying? So like. So at the end of the day, we did it, boom, 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 boom. Album done, all right, cool. I'm back to my Seven the Panther shit. They back to they, you know, Don James, Ace Loner, um, and he back to his Eat a Mad Assassin thing. So it's like, I, I can't see, I couldn't really see a situation like that running long term unless it's what the people wanted. Right. If it was like, yo, my solo shit only doing these numbers, but together we doing these numbers. Right. Like, Let's just do it, you know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, and we can still focus on doing solo shit too, but we got you got to feed that if that's what the people want. But at the same time, you have to understand what you're sacrificing to be a part of a group. Right. And what you're, not only what you're sacrificing, but also what the other person's sacrificing as well. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of it all, when you look back at the sacrifices, weren't the same. Right. And it's kind of like, damn, like what was, like what was really going on right there? Right. You know what I mean? Sometimes we get blinded for our love for the culture, love for the music, love for the, for the art. Right. Like love for the whole, you know, aspect of recording music and doing shows, and we, we love to do the shit, you and know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, as well as, like, you know, you can see how much, like, love you really gave to that part of what you were as an artist, like, you could see, and then, you know, you're seeing maybe stack up, you know, we, you know, niggas are coming through, and niggas are like that, or a situation where, you know, niggas are fucking off two hours of the first studio session and shit like that, you know, it's like, there's, there's, there's situations like that where you start getting back, it's like, man, did I give too much? You feel me? Uh, it's just like, no, I'm, I'm like, I'm trying to focus on my love shit. And I do really confident in women's art, especially now. Like, I was telling uh, a lot of stuff. Like, I feel dirty, but a good, like, maybe third of the album was is a lot of stuff that I reworked to make new that I had from old stuff that, you know, never came to fruition or something. That's just like, you know, just a remake since that I'll be. So it's like, I, I got to open up a lot more of my playbook on the album, too, because it was like, I was. I was really like free to, free to just take, uh, uh, you know, it's not like I really just like, like Bally Kai, the Bally Kai song, like I said, that was a track that I had made and recorded and then it never got, you know, engineered or sent off or anything like that. So I came in, I re-recorded it, sent it off and got it to him. We got the song done, you know, for the album, stuff like that. Okay. You know, so it's like, you know, getting to use a lot more of, uh, my freedoms as a solo artist as well. I can make decisions for myself again. You know, yes. I don't have to think about uh, making a decision that 
might be my, for my solo artist, or maybe like I end up in a situation or something like that. Uh, like, you know, like somebody invites you to a studio session, you don't have to think about all uh, like, you know, I'm here on an invite to, I'm, I'm, I'm somebody's plus one, I can't bring a plus one as well. You exactly. know? So yeah. you're a solo artist, you don't got to think about stuff like that nah, as well, where wrong. you might feel yeah. like, you're, <laughs> like you're slighting somebody else and cutting out things from your artist who might, that, that might, you know, be more, it's just the, the, the ability to fit me. I'm feeling film reading, and that's how I really felt, felt like, and, you know, sponsors being like a triple jump. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, we're telling them, like, it's a long album, but also all of your tracks are, are so unique. It didn't feel long, though. Yeah, It didn't exactly. feel long. Yeah, it didn't feel long. Like, you can, you can playlist a lot of it and stuff like that, so it's just the response that I've been hearing from curators is really good, so I'm excited to get it out to the people, and, like, it's just, like, I feel like it's a coming out of my shell. No doubt. You feel me? Because, like, like, like you're saying, you heard the, the memories and nothing. There's radio silence for, for two years and then this. And, and then, this, like, oh man, yeah, it's like a whole new, yeah. <laughs> and I just I just love the way it felt to get back in the booth, man. It's like, it's it, hip hop music is in my blood, man. I can't be away from it too long, you feel me? So <laughs> I feel that. It, 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 it hurt to, to not be able to, to have a lot of shit to put out for a while. And then, you know, just for, like I said, I'm basically starting I'm not starting from ground zero, and a wise man once said that you never have to be afraid of starting over, because it's not like you're starting over, you're starting with experience. Absolutely. And so it's like, you know, I'm coming back and trying to figure out my foothold in, in, in the music scene, where like, you know, who my team's gonna be, people that are behind me, you know, where am I recording and stuff like that. And it's like, you know, the ability to, to choose as well is like, you know, you might hear a lot of people's stuff and you'd be like, damn, like I really like that engineer or yeah. I really like that producer or like, you know, um, you know, stuff like that as a as a solo artist is back open again. So it's like, you know, it's like yeah. like I said, it's coming out of the show, man. It's really just trying to get back into this shit and just make music, man, that I really love and that I'm really proud of. The free yeah, the freedom of being a solo is beautiful, man. Yeah. And I, I can I can tell the a big part of this a big part of the album sounds like an exhale. So I feel you. Yeah, I feel you. Most yeah, definitely. Yeah. That is it's just dope. Period. You, man. man, it's it's an and it's a it's good too because like with your album coming, Stu album just dropped. Mm -hmm. Um I might be dropping soon, maybe. Right. Maybe. Um can't forget somebody like Black Skins dropping. Yeah. Soon. You know what I'm saying? For sure. So I mean like it's a lot it's a lot of good shit going on right now coming out of the Northwest. Right. And I, I just hope that people are, I, you know what, I, I put it on the artists, the right. artists out here. I hope that you're taking the necessary steps to put your music in front of people outside of the city, outside right. of the, you know, outside of the state, outside of the region. Because right. this motherfucker's all over the world that would love the shit to come out of here. Absolutely. But you got to do what you got to do to get it to their ears at the exactly. same time, you know what I'm saying? So, and working with producers from outside of the country is, is a good way to do that. Trying, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, because, um, you know, they're going to share it to their people. Right. You know what I mean? Because they did the work. Right. And they want their work to be heard, too. So they're going right. to share it to their people. So now, if nothing else, now you're being introduced to people in, you know, the UK and the Netherlands and, uh, and, you know, the Ukraine and France and Spain and all these other places. Right. Strictly off the strength of the fact that you're working with somebody from that place. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's how I got introduced to Washington. Right. Did the project with Trust One. Uh, Miss Tag Talk played my shit. Right. Motherfuckers from Tacoma started adding me on Facebook. Motherfuckers <laughs> from Seattle started adding me on Facebook. I was like, oh shit, okay, that's what's really? up. So, you know, and uh, that's how I found the village and all that other shit. Right. And so, you know what I'm saying? 
And, and, but it's a beautiful thing when you know that your music is reaching people who you never imagined in your wildest dream would be playing your song, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's dope. That's probably the biggest part of this project for me as well is like, the first time around, my first drop, I didn't really know what I was getting into. That was my first time really getting on streaming platforms, you feel me? I, I didn't feel know it. how to do it. But this time around, like I said, like, you know, you're not starting over, you're starting with experience. This time around, I know what it takes to, to drop an album and try to generate interest and stuff like that and push it to the right people and try to get everybody, you know, uh, you know, you just send it to people and try to figure out their opinions of it and see what they had to say about it. Because whether it's good or bad, man, at least you listen. No doubt. Like no this, doubt. Like if, if you if you told me that you thought my shit was terrible and I asked you how many songs you listened to and you said three, be like, all right, bro, but you didn't really like give me a shot as an artist. I'll give. Yeah. I'll, I'll if if your catalogs if your catalogs only ten songs long, bro, I'd listen to all ten songs before I decide who you are as an artist. You know? Thanks. It's not Thanks. like I'm gonna take the the surface for face value. It's like you know, I really wanna see what you got. Yeah. You feel yeah. me? I wanna I wanna know what you can do because. Maybe that first three songs on a project or something like that, maybe that don't truly define you as an artist. Maybe that was some experimental say, shit, you feel me? Some maybe. artists are bad at sequencing. You feel they me? They don't realize that the real meat of what they got is in the middle of the album. Right. It's not, you know what I'm saying? You feel me? And so it's like, you know, people are people are, are quick to decide, but, but, you know, late to understand. Facts. And so it's like, you gotta really like give it the whole. You gotta give it a spin, bro. Like if you gon' if you gonna decide who I am as an artist off the based off what you heard, or um, you know whether that was what was said in some music, or whether that was um, you know music you listened to of mine, or whether it's some shit that you just may have heard on the side. Like making that decision of who this person is as an artist, or maybe even just like trying to figure out if you even like their music or anything like that. It's like you gotta you gotta at least give it the whole the whole go of it, bro. Yeah. You gotta at least give it the whole chance. Because if, if you, you took the time to put an album together, I want to hear the whole. I want to hear the entirety of your train of thought on this project me? before I say. Eh. You feel me? And so it's like, you know, <laughs> I just hope people give it its due. You know. No doubt. I definitely I don't know think people are gonna listen to it. I, I have a feeling that you won't have to worry about that because the one thing I noticed about it was, um, I was riding the car and I was like, okay. I gotta go to this spot, and it only takes me this amount of time to get there. But so I'm gonna listen to maybe you know a few records. I ain't gonna get to hear the whole project. Right. But between getting stopped at lights, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, slow ass drivers. Right. You know what I'm saying. By the time I got there, I was almost at the end. Right. But the whole thing was not at any point. Like sometimes I'll be listening to an album, and in the middle of the album, I'll switch to a different, right. whole different project, or right. just start playing a playlist or something. Right. At no point did I feel like I need to change this. Like it was just flowing. Like it was just flowing, it, and it didn't feel like I was stuck in. Uh, you know, what I'm saying I didn't feel like I was stuck in a box listening to this. And it's just like, okay, okay, okay. I, I can can we bust a window in this motherfucker or something? Right. Like, what the fuck is going on? Why am I stuck in this box? It just kind of kept rolling as I'm moving in the city, moving and the scenery changing, the music changing, the right. music moving, and I'm like, this is perfect music to fucking drive to, right? Appreciate. Like, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So, Man, yeah, just, well, you did it. <laughs> I always just try to, like, whenever I put together an album or at least, you know, a piece of work that's longer than one song. No doubt. Or actually, I guess I'd have to give it its due. Uh, longer than three songs, anything that's like that, I try to sequence it how I would want to hear it at a show, you feel me? I feel it. Yeah. Like, I want, you to, I want you to bring me 
the energy to the top, and then maybe we slow down a little bit or something like that, you know, just give it a little bit of a pause. And I take you back to the top and come all the way back down. You know? Yeah. So you gotta enjoy the ride. Cause you don't want, you don't want, you know, I mean, you can do that with like, you know, if you're like, it, it also depends, you know, like if you're performing, you know, it depends on where you are at the show. If you know you're the opener, bro, you gotta have to have it going up, up. You up, can't up. come back. Can't, ain't no coming like, down, you, can, yeah. you might be able to throw something in at the little end and like spice it and be like, ooh, that's something different I wanna hear. You know, that'll get people interested in you. But you know, you know, you gotta know, what it's doing and you know with 15 tracks man like like i like i said it's a lot of album it's a lot of albums 50 minutes but it like you said it don't feel like 50 minutes you feel me you make it go faster all, and yeah. it's just because i want people to be able to I, I i i'll be honest like you know i ride to my own shit when i when i'm getting ready to 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 release it so i've gone back and revisited the album and in, in, in various times and just been like man like you could really put this on and just get to wherever you got to go. The majority yeah. of people are moving from Tacoma to Seattle or, or something like that during their day. Yeah. You got some It's going to take you about 50 minutes to do it. You feel me? You know so what I'm saying? Like, so there you go. It's just, it, 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 don't, it don't keep you, like you were saying, in that box. It don't keep you in one spot. It just moves around. And I just hope people get to experience that and feel that. And, you know, also don't take the album for face value. You feel me? Like, dig deep in it. I want to hear people's questions or thoughts or anything about, man, this nigga, the Ray ain't got, no in between bars, or you know, he, he can't say nothing with with you know with his lines. Any, anything people gotta say, you know. Oh man, you know, I was just loving the way you were just painting the pictures and stuff like that. It's like anything anybody gotta say, I just want you to hear. No doubt, yeah. That's what music's for. It's because music's to express yourself. I just want to express myself, and if you're gonna let me express myself to you, let me get the whole fifty minutes, man. Hell yeah, run it. Run the table with it. Shit, that's what's up. <laughs> and then once the 50 minutes over, you can pick and choose everything you want, man. I got anything that you need on that album, bro. Like, I, I always try to do it. I always try to keep different styles, bro. That's the move. Hey, you got to do that, man. It takes a, a varied sound now to keep people's attention. You know what I'm saying? Even, you know what I'm saying? Somebody like Nas had to go get with Hit Boy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and King's Disease is dope, but it was like yeah, dope to hear Nas get outside of what we're accustomed to hearing him do. You know what I'm saying? So right. that's, a, that's just how it be sometimes. It, <laughs> I love it. Okay, like Washington summer. No, I've been there. It's cool. It's cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I mean, it'd be hot, but. Compared to what I'm used to, it's cool because the humidity in North Carolina lay on your ass like a fucking Sherlin in the summertime. <laughs> I never had my hair so frizzy in my life, bro. It was just instantly down there, my hair was like I had an afro. I didn't even pick it out. That shit just started like puffing a little bit. I was yeah. like, bro. And then I didn't experience it in North Carolina, but the thing that that's wild about the East, bro, is it'll be it'll be like, and you notice it'll be 90, 95, something like that, you know. Um, 90, 95, 96, and all of a sudden, bam, it just started raining. Yeah, what? hard. I was like, bro, you like, nah, I don't, I don't, hard. I don't come outside to take a shower, bro. I was done with that first time I experienced it. I was like, bro, wrap it up. <laughs> you know, the the weird shit is, like, it rains a lot here. Extra hmm? Extra yeah, no, that. Oh, shit, I think I left him in the car. What's up? Well, it's all good, shit. But um, the crazy shit is it rains a lot here, but mm -hmm. 
on the east when it rains, it rains like dumb hard. Oh man. So what we get in a whole day in Washington, we probably get in two hours <laughs> on the east coast. Yeah, man. Cause it just come pouring out the sky. And that's what that's what that's what's the craziest part is about uh people who complain about Seattle rain is that man, Jacksonville get the same amount of rain as we do. Yep. We just get ours all the time. Yeah. Y'all just get all y'all shit out one period of the year. It's, it's like, bro, if you're going outside, just expect for it to be like a heavy blanket on you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a heavy wet blanket. You like that? That shit is wild, man. Like, so check it. Right. There's a, um, people always come up with they lists and mm-hmm. they top this and they top that. Okay, so I'm going to ask you two questions right. because I always put these two categories separate mm-hmm. and I have my own personal choices. And it's strange, though, that one of the choices is on both lists. Right. But, okay, now, as far as actually making songs, mm-hmm. we're not necessarily talking lyricism. Mm-hmm. We're just talking making songs. Right. Give me your top... Uh, I'll make it fair. Give me your top five mm-hmm. from, 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 from the Northwest. From the Northwest? Yeah. Ooh, uh, song makers and just the ability to put together a whole track and make it tight from top to bottom. Yeah, not even, I mean, they, they, they might be lyrically adept or they might just be all right as far as bars, but they, they know how to put a joint together, you know what so I'm saying? I was going to say, I was going to say, who, I don't know if you needed somebody who's barring out, but um, song, song making ability. I have to say top five, not in order. It's just, um, I have to say top puts together music very well. I am, I am top on Instagram. Um, I say Dave Bird puts together uh, music very well. I had Dave Bird on the album. Yeah, um, Dave is dope. Rapping CJ, cause like it's like not it's it's not a lot of people niggas listen to, cause my music be all over the place, <laughs> and so like everybody might drop something and I might not get to hear the this shit, but like the people who like I crave a drop from like it's like and obviously and he's crazy trying to get me like studying stuff. Like sometimes sometimes he'll be like, bro, I got a song, but I don't even think like I could do it. Like, what man? Like, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to find somebody to write songs for. I'm like man, so like he's just he's always crazy, just thinking of new ideas of, of what to, what to do, and I just get to see that firsthand. So that's 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 really just uh, like like one of my favorite things is getting to watch uh, him put together songs and think of ideas. And then the last one, oh man, the last one. God, there's so many good sound makers in there. That's why it's tough to do these. Yeah, real talk. That's real talk. Um, I just have to say, give the gap because, like, her and what she's doing with, with with bag, and then with her own stuff and just the way she keeps moving. Appreciate you. The the way she puts together songs and you hear when you hear it come out, it's like, damn, that shit is fire. Like, I wasn't even like, you know, I didn't think that. Like, I think. The people that are in the track, it's like, and it's like, it's really more wanting than any of these 
like I have the bridges from Darius Liz and like I would put on too. It's just millions of that top <laughs> left. Of that. So, like I like even like I, I feel like I listen to more top left music than than uh, mainstream artists. You know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's really like and that's when I go and choose like people to listen to. Like I might have playlists and stuff like that that I just throw on because I'm trying to drive somewhere or something like no that. Doubt. But like when yeah. I go to listen to a project, I'm like I'm choosing to like that's a lot of. Washington motherfuckers that I'm picking and choosing to listen to. Uh, I didn't realize until very recently how many Washington artists there were that I didn't know. Right. And when I saw that, I was like, shit. Like, okay. And I started like slowly starting to. It's hard to go figure out shit. where everybody is. Cause yeah. That's the that's that's one of the issues with the Washington scene is we're so spread out. We don't connect enough. And like if we. If we connected a lot more, and we're doing a better job of it, of connecting as, as artists and just oh, like, yeah. as people in the music scene. But it's just like, the more and more you start to really look in depth at like, you start to follow like Washington-based uh, uh, publications for music and stuff like that, they don't pick out a lot of artists for you that you might not have thought of. Absolutely. And that's one of the things that I love about listening to anything that's like Seattle hip hop music, news or, or Washington, hip and you know, like, those types of people, they put people out here with real no following man muckers put down that all if you don't know about it, like it's not shit people who exactly. that we know yeah. out there raz fatal you know gab uh uh macintosh you know all these all these people who are in seattle are making you know not 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 making mainstream music making mainstream numbers you know you feel me they're listened to very widely absolutely um, you know absolutely. you would you would have a very small minuscule view if you were to just look at the top rappers or top artists in Seattle because you you might find somebody and that's that's the one thing I always hate about music is and, and that I also love about music but I really hate about music is those diamonds in the rough man like you find somebody who's a really filthy artist oh, but yeah. they only got like you know a thousand listeners or a thousand you know like fucking you know like like fucking 50,000 streams or something like that like it's yeah, I, I feel not bad for them but it's like damn bro like I wish People have such a wider view because there's so many filthy people you wouldn't, you would not think about and 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 listen and wouldn't listen to if you didn't follow these specific publications. I really just wish people would do more deep dives. Absolutely. The music and the music scenes in, in, in various places are so deep. I didn't know. I I for one can't admit that I I didn't expect what I what I found since I've been here. Um, the hip hop scene here is so expansive. And it's it, it it covers like every aspect, like every kind of music I can think of right. that's born out of hip hop. I find it here. Right. You know what I'm saying? But but most of it has a definitive Washington element to it. Like I, I absolutely positively know that even if you're not from here, you've been here long enough to be influenced, to be influenced by it. You know what I'm saying? So um, as far as that goes, what do you? Oh, I, that what that was a two part question. Okay. Yeah. I forgot. Ah, uh, the second part. Now, this is the part that's fun for me. Right. Now, we did song makers, people that, that make good records, and that's dope. But right. um, as far as pure, uncut bars, mm -hmm. just... People and, spaz at any given moment. Yeah. Like that, now, now that, that list might be a little harder, maybe. But, yeah. Um, There's so many good spitters in Washington. Yeah, there's some, it's some rapping. There's so many good spitters in Washington, man. Give me, give me five. Give me five. Uh, again, top five, no order. Anton, I feel like he can go bar for bar with anybody. I, I, I do not disagree with I, that. I don't give a fuck who you who you put up. 
and Ty will at least make it challenging for them to win the battle. Yeah. And it's not like it don't even got to be a rap battle. It can just be a battle of who can spit the hottest freestyle or something like that or who can write the, the best verse. This man is a fucking monster and a genius, man. He's crazy. I've gotten the chance, like I said, to watch this man excel and, 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 and best himself over and over and over again. And it's just crazy to watch this man. Like, the things that he comes up with, man, like on the fly and stuff like that, it's crazy to me, the way this man's mind works. Like, you need a lobotomy to figure out a rapper like that. Like, it's crazy, <laughs> man. Um, obviously, Fatal Luciano. Um, that man, like, I, again, a scientist with, with, with the with the, with the, the 16. You know, he's crazy. Same way as Anti, the man just comes up with stuff on the fly that's just God no. level. I've seen this man throw away some of the best bars I've heard in my life. Oh. I've seen him. I've seen him be like, "Scrap that shit. I don't want to do it. Let me do it again." And he'll spit something and it's still fire. Like you feel me? Like it's crazy. Like wait, he, he, he's, he's a genius. Again, I just had a cross to to as well. Um, back to Spitter. Like back in the day, I'm listening to art. Um, and I, like, first oh, wow. 20, so all the 20 had a probably, uh, probably too much uh, space on my phone, so I really wasn't listening to music all the 2020. And so uh -huh. like, late 2020, early 2021, like I started to get back into Spotify. Um, I fixed everything with uh, with how much space it was taking up. And um, like, it was just able to get back into it. Um, but he was my most listened to artist of 2019. Like he was just fire. I just loved his music, man. Like okay. that yeah. whole Trappy Gilmore project and everything he's done since, man. That's when I found out about about uh, this man's. He's filthy. Like he really deserved that seven figure deal that he got, man. Like he, it's not like it. It's not like it came off no no humbug. Like that was hard earned work. Like that man is doing the different styles and everything he does is flaming, man. This man's filthy. Um, no doubt. So that's three right there. Um, I'd have to say other spitters in the in the Mike Capes. Filthy, like I'll, I'll, I'll expand from Washington. I'll expand from Washington. Mike Capes out of Portland. No doubt. That nigga's fire. Um, Absolutely. That nigga is 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 got got really good bars and he's crazy. Um, <laughs> Definitely. Like he's just filthy, man. Um, and number five, like I said, none of these are in any order. Um, man, you making me think, man. I hate trying to think of these lists on the fly, bro. Like, Man, I really wish I had time to sit down. Because then, like, 20 minutes later, you'd be like, oh, man, you know right, what? Right, you feel me? Because there's so many good people out of this area. Um, number five, I'll go with Raz, because Raz is, he's proven. No doubt. He's proven over and over again. He can make good music, and he can spit really well, and he can and he can put together uh, sequences that, that'll get you out your seat over and over again, man. Like Razzamon is when you think of when you think of a, a a rapper who's been through all of the tests to show that they're truly like a spitter and truly a a a, a real artist and that they've honed in their craft. Like Raz is one of those people, so I definitely got to give that. For sure. And I, I always laugh when he get in his. I always laugh when he get as I call it him getting his MC bag. Right. Because like he'll be in the middle of a verse and be on some raw shit, just talking some street shit. And all of a sudden, he'll switch gears and be like, man, I just feel like spazzing real quick. Right. You know what I'm saying? And he'll just go crazy for like six to eight bars, and then he'll be like, all right, now back to this. Right. 
And I'm like, yo, this nigga's crazy, man. Like, um, that's a dope list. That's an absolutely fire-ass list. And it's, you know, the funny shit is, I, I um, usually when I ask somebody from here to do that list for me on the podcast, they turn me on to somebody that I haven't listened to. So, yeah, you, you actually said a couple names that I, that I need to, to dig a little deeper into. But, um, yeah, that shit is dope, man. Oh, God. Speaking of dope, Everything You? Yes, sir. It's coming, y'all. Hey, look. Everything You release date? Uh, May 31st, 2021. It's coming at the end of May, starting the summer off right. Everybody told me it's a really good sounding summer project. Oh yes, I'm, definitely. I'm proud of that. I, I'm, I'm really, I really believe in that date. Um, that's that's going to be like the start of the summer for me. It's a good six month marker when I get to December and stuff like that to see everything and how it, how it really transpires and stuff like that. As oh well. yeah, all of y'all that's going to be out there kicking it by the pool or going out to the beach or whatever you're doing. If you're cruising on the highway, hitting the strip because it's pretty outside and it ain't raining no more, it ain't cold, and everybody out, you need to be bumping that. Everything you, let that shit bang out the speakers, whether you're in Seattle, Tacoma, Wichita, Kansas, wherever you at, you know what I'm saying? East coast to the west coast, everybody will feel this one. Believe me when I tell you. And if you don't feel it, you probably did too many anesthesias. And <laughs> yeah, shit just ain't right with you, but um, <laughs> Yo, y'all know, yo, it's always great to have you, son. Yo, uh, yo, y'all already know what it is. The Bray Caviani, everything you on the way, May 31st. The Bray. The Bray. The Bray Caviani. The Bray. We ain't been together in a few, in a few in like a year or so. We ain't I'm like, talk, hey, it's, it's, it's the pandemic, bro. No doubt. We ain't seen each other in a hot minute, bro. So it's I'm like, just reading shit. It's good. <laughs> you start to get phonetic after a while. You don't know Factory. how to pronounce shit. Man. I wouldn't know how to pronounce my own. Yo, on some funny <laughs> shit. On some funny shit, I did a flyer for the for the Panther Party. Right. And I was typing the words in for the flyer. Mm-hmm. And because I typed seven to Panther so much the way I spell it, mm-hmm. it said Panther Party. I mean, Panther, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh shit. I didn't notice it at first. And I put right. the flyer out. Somebody was like, yo, you spelled it like you spelled your name. And I was like, oh shit. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That, that <laughs> I was mode. rolling, man. But yo, I'm looking forward to the album. I'm looking forward to seeing how people appreciate respond you. to the album, man. And I appreciate you coming out, you know what I'm saying, Absolutely, kicking it with man. me. Uh, it's and, all love. You know what I'm saying? It's and all uh, love. Let's see, 31st. Yeah, this will be out before that. So um, this will be out in a couple days, actually. Awesome. And what's today? Today's Sunday? Yeah, today's Sunday. Oh shit, it might be out tomorrow while you bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shoot. <laughs> oh shit. But I'll definitely tap you in regardless, man. Thank you again for coming out. Y'all know what time it is. Panther Politics, your boy Seven the Panther. Here with the Brett Caviani. Everything you on the way, May 31st. Don't forget to tap in on all digital platforms. One. <laughs>